Hello and welcome to our series of iVoice podcasts, bite-sized learning and top tips from Voice at the Table to help you believe it when you say, I can and I will be successful. Each podcast will only take 10 minutes of your time and in each episode, one of our experts here at Voice at the Table will share her chosen I strategy. I'm Andrea James and today I'm delighted to introduce Joyce Ose who will be talking to us about the I that she thinks is important for success. Joyce is one of the associates at Voice at the Table. So welcome, Joyce. Thanks, Andrea. What is your I and why have you chosen it? My I is imagination. And the reason why I've chosen it is because when I look back at my career, I can see that using my imagination has helped me massively. What exactly do you mean by that? I mean, it's made me realise that my imagination is a powerful tool that can either enable me to achieve something or it can be a blocker and prevent me from trying to attempt something new. Okay, but can you give us an example of when you used imagination to achieve something? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I find that using my imagination really helps me to see the bigger picture, both inside and out of work. And one of the times, well, it also helps me to imagine how things could be in the future, which then helps me reduce my focus on any sort of challenging or difficult situations that I might be facing. So, for example, a few years ago, I was working at a financial publishing company back in 2008. And then Mm -hmm. the financial crash happened. Yeah. Um, And then a few months later, there were a lot of redundancies happening in the organisation. And then I found out that my role was going to be at risk. Um, As you can imagine, it was coming up to Christmas. And then I just, you know, I started thinking about how am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to buy Christmas presents? All those sorts of things were going through my mind that the the thought of applying for jobs in the new year, how would that work? Mm, I can almost see you sitting there. Um, And then I I really had to sort of take a step back and then think about beyond the situation I was currently in. So I began thinking about me still being at that organisation, thinking about me being at my desk, being in meetings with my colleagues, really thinking about my role that I was at Mm -hmm. and being very present in that role. Wow, so you basically had in your mind's eye you in the future. Yes, I was trying to create that because I was trying to override all those negative um, things that were coming through. And how did you get yourself into that state? Into which? Into picturing yourself being there. Well, I had to take some time out. I had to really make myself calm, mm-hmm. close my eyes, really control my breathing, and yeah. actually begin to visualize myself, as I said, in the, in, in, at my desk, talking to my colleagues, having client meetings, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Yeah, brilliant, because I think a lot of us, by default our fearful imagination takes over, right? Most definitely. Most definitely. So is there a darker side? How do we prevent our head from going down the 
the wild imagination of the worst case scenarios? Oh, it's it's certainly very challenging. Um, I think one of the examples that I can give is that um, I was once invited by a client who was working in banking to attend a meeting in Leeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was going to be attended by seven other very senior colleagues from across the UK and different divisions within the organisations. And that uh, meeting had been in a diary for quite some time, as I'd been working on the project for like four months. Mm-hmm. But at the very last minute, my boss, who was supposed to come along with me to the meeting, um, told me that he couldn't attend. Oh dear. And so, of course... My heart was just, I think it was like literally a day or two before the actual um, meeting. And so I was faced with this dilemma. So what do I do? Do I cancel it? And then, of course, I was thinking, well, if I cancel it, then that's going to look really unprofessional. That's going to impact the relationship I have with my client. That's also going to impact the relationship he has with his clients and his colleagues. Mm -hmm. All kinds of things were going through my, my mind. And then it was either... Do I cancel it and think about all those things or do I accept it and go along by myself to what I perceived would potentially be a mauling um, and I could get ripped to shreds by his colleagues. But then again, I had to really kind of step back, think about the situation and I decided to go for the latter because I thought the implications of not going would have more negative implications on my relationship with my client and his colleagues compared to my so-called perception of what may or may not happen to me. Right. Okay. So you were trying to imagine the consequences of, of not going. Exactly. Spot right. On. Hmm. And, and how else can we, we use our imagination to, to help us or, or, use techniques to get us to use imagination productively? Sure. I think certainly for me, um, if I'm ever going into a really kind of tricky situation or a, a challenging meeting, I always take that time out, close my eyes, really be in a calm space and think about how I'm going to act in the meeting what I'm going to say, the exact words I'm going to use, how I'm going to use them. I also think about my colleagues or the clients that might be around the table and what questions might they ask me, you know, where they can raise their concerns or reservations. And I I think about how I'm going to answer those reservations. And that's really good in helping me attempt to um, overcome some of those reservations that they might have. Yeah, I think we we talk a lot about emotional intelligence and empathy and I think being able to picture the other person and really get into their space and what their concerns might be can really help us, right? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And I I find that when I've been um, in situations like that and I've used my imagination in that way and actually specifically imagined how I would be feeling at the outcome and I, I mm-hmm. imagine what the outcome would be and how I'd be feeling. Um, that has really ordinarily helped me um, to be a lot more positive. Otherwise, I'd, 
I would be feeling really anxious and nervous. But because I've taken the time out and have gone through that process and used that strategy, that's helped me become a lot calmer when I'm in that meeting. Fantastic. So just very quickly, would you be able to summarize just three things that our listeners can take away for today? Yeah, sure. I'd say imagine very vividly what you um, what you want to say, how you want to say it, even how you're going to behave and react in any challenging meeting or challenging situation. And also imagine the outcome, because ultimately that's, that's going to be the outcome that's going to make you the most happy. And imagine how you're going to be feeling at that outcome. Actually imagine it and feel that way. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for listening. Remember that on our website, you can get the brief show notes for this podcast. You can also learn about relevant workshops, access useful resources, and of course, get more of these marvelous podcasts. So just go to voiceatthetable.com for more. Thanks again, Joyce. Oh, thank you, Andrea. For all your insights on uh, imagination. I'm Andrea James, and on behalf of Voice at the Table, we look forward to talking to you again at the next iVoice. Thank you and goodbye.